And now it's time to bait our hooks, cast our nets, drop our poles in the water, and fish for some jokes with Down on the Dock. Welcome to episode 43 of Down on the Docks. My name's Chris Deff, and I'm joined as always by my co-host and producer, Dave Sarah. How are you, pal? Hello. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. Uh, If I sound a little under the weather, it's because I am. You're a bitch. No, dude. I don't know what is going on. You have AIDS. Probably. Okay. Um, there's anything wrong with that. Head cold Except for, for having AIDS part. <laughs> head <laughs> Getting, cold for seven days. The way days. you get AIDS is okay. Buddy, you, this that's apropos for this week's episode. <laughs> I noticed. So thank you for that. No problem. Um, you got the drip. Anyway, I do have the drip. Uh, I'm on antibiotics day three. No effect. Mm-hmm. Horse pills. Good band. That just make you shit. <laughs> no effects. What, good band name? Horse pills that make you shit? No, no effects. Oh, no effects. <laughs> So anyway, we're going to power through this because I don't know if you know, Dave, a lot of people, uh, if they know my history, they refer to me as the Cal Ripken of podcasting. Why is that? Because <laughs> you also didn't get ba- on base as much. I don't take shows off. Okay. okay? Right, got we it. don't miss shows for any reason. Right. My joke even fucked up. So yeah, it was you don't bang. take it off. We're almost at that one year mark to your eye. We're it. getting close to it. And we will, uh, of course, be having we're gonna a, have a pizza party, a, a, a pizza party and, and watch Django. No, well, and of course, uh, special uh, guests will be invited. Okay, great. Um, I think you had an announcement about uh, one of our persons. Delirious Mod? A Delirious Biscuit being yeah, a new mod? Yeah, yeah, hey, oh, yeah, Delirious Biscuit became a new moderator in okay. the Discord channel. That's an advertisement for our Discord channel. Go join it. The link is in the bio. We have a lot of fun in there. We talk a lot of shit. And where else can they find us, Dave? On Instagram at Down on the Docks Pod. And you can find us on Twitter on Down on the Docks. Hey, find me on Twitter too, Dave Exhale. I am a hoot on Twitter. I saw your work this week. It oh, was, boy. It was very good. And um, of course, if they want to send us an email, a they want to send us an email, Chris will read it meticulously and then send me the good ones. But uh, they're down on the docks. At, it's down on the docks at gmail.com. Yeah, and, of and course, that's DOCS. And of course, if you really want to go the extra step and help us out, please leave us a five star review mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, on Spotify, just so you know, you can only rate and review specific episodes to my yes. knowledge, but they all help and we right. appreciate it. It does. That's even better, though. Um, um, yeah, and Spotify has been a little funky lately. So if you've, um, I know that the, this one got delayed this last week, but if, it, uh, if that happens, just go to our Apple podcast. That's where actually we want to kind of funnel everybody anyway. But yeah, unfortunately, Spotify has been having some issues with the uploads. I've had to like upload it and then go onto my phone on the phone app and then kind of uh, accept it or something. Well, thank Might you. be the browser, I guess. Thank you for bearing with us. And I do want to give a shout out this week to a very important listener who uh, gave me some great feedback this week. Grant Mastercraft on Instagram. Yep. Thank you for your continued support. Before we start the show, Dave, do you mind telling our listeners who this week's show is sponsored by? This week's episode of Down the Docks is brought to you by our homeboys, Broccoli Farms. These guys are our boys, right? We want, Absolutely. We want them to send us the biggest gift basket of marijuana stuff that any co-host could ever have. Uh-huh. And we want you, the listeners, to go find them first on Instagram. Broccoli Farm 619, okay? Go there. 
Just follow them right now. If you follow me, follow them. And tell them that we sent you there. We say, Yeah, be, be annoying. Annoyingly tell them. Yeah. Start talking about documentaries randomly on their posts if you have to. But Broccoli Farms, lowest delivery minimum in San Diego. It's fair prices, quality products. You get them FTPs. Fuck first the police. Time, fuck the police. That's what I'm first saying. First time patients. First time patients. And, uh, you know, be sure to mention Down the Docs Pod. And that's DOCS. Don't forget. 15% off. Just get there. Find them. Tell them you love us. And uh, we we recorded a banger last week. I think I'm going to clip it and send it. It was a double like, banger. It was a part one that banged, yeah. and then the part two that banged equally, yeah. which leads us into this week's bang, bang, bang. Yeah. I meant the ad read for Broccoli Farms. Oh, yeah. But that was a banger, so I'm going to clip that and send <laughs> okay. that to them. Okay. Be like, hey, send me strict sticky strips, stupid. St- okay. Sticky strips are on the way. Dude, um, I love it. Are you ready for this week's episode? I love it. Let's hear it, baby. Buddy, it's called Money Shot. <laughs> Of course it is. The Pornhub Story. Oh, shit. From 2023, directed oh, by do. Suzanne Hillinger. It has to be a woman directing this one. Of course. You can't be... This This filth cannot be directed by a man. Before I get into this... It's um, a woman's touch. I don't know what this means, but I, I had an observation watching this. In just about every scene where someone's interviewed, um, there are plants in the background. Okay. Which I thought was interesting. Maybe it soaks up the smell because I've heard one thing that <laughs> that uh, that the s- most surprising thing about being on a porn set is yeah. how bad it smells. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I know it's hack and it's probably cliche and it's probably been done a million times. But uh, you've ever brushed your teeth? Yes. <laughs> and you just get Once that or twice? tiny bit of toothpaste on your shirt. Mm. And you're like, oh, I'll just wash it out. And then it comes back. I, I, I've never, I never wash, I never brush my teeth with my shirt on. I just realized. Well, it comes the same way. <laughs> well, so I've got my point of gum on my t-shirt. Right. So my point is, if you're <laughs> okay. out there and yeah, you're thinking, oh, I'll just stain. dab this out. No, no, it no, never no. works. Just throw it in the laundry, get a new shirt, and go on with your day. No, throw that in the trash. No, let's come wash this out. Yeah, yeah, it's no big deal. Until not on white doesn't stains the fuck out of it. Not mine. I don't know what you're reading. Why are you coming on your shirt? Well, a rag, whatever. Yeah. You Ugh. know, the point is predetermined. Boy, we know we really know how to discuss somebody at the oh, start yeah. of an episode. Yeah. If you're still with us, mother, turn off. Yeah, my mom's not going to listen to this episode. I've already warned her. So let's start. <laughs> we have an interviewer, and she looks over at a woman and says, "Do you remember the first porn you saw?" Mm-hmm. And this woman. Uh, is Asa Akira? Yeah, Asa Akira. Sure. You know who she is? Asian lady. Yes. And she she's is been a, on uh, Tiger Belly often. Oh, really? A few times. Well, she is, quote, a Pornhub ambassador, which I'm assuming means she's on the payroll. Yep. And she says it was a sleepover. Uh, I was with a girlfriend, and at like 2 a.m. or 3 a.m., something special came on. Uh, and you hear it in the background because they pulled a footage of her first porn. Here you mm. are, Cinderella. Don't be fooled by your stepsisters again. Oh it was like Mother Goose porn. She would like tell you a fairy tale <laughs> and you would see them reenacting. Cute. Well, they asked the same question to uh, a male performer by the name of Wolf Hudson. Do you okay. know him? Um, no, I don't know him. Well, you will. <laughs> he says it was either HBO or Cinemax having like one of those late night erotic movies. And I remember one of the ones that came on. It was two women together. And I'm like, two women can do that? Now, Dave, this is probably way before your time. But in the old days, we I had, know Wolf Hudson, yes. You know, oh, you just looked. <laughs> yep. Uh, do you remember cable boxes that were like yes. this big? Yep. 
uh, which I'm going to say is 12 inches. 12 in- <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe uh, 11 and a half. Right. Um, basically, there were push buttons on it. Yeah. And there was a cord. Sure. And it went to the TV. Mm-hmm, and it was brown. Coax. Yep. I don't even know what it was. It been, it been, yeah, but it was a little brown and black box. Yeah. And on the side, there was a dial. Yes. It was like a ham radio thing. Yep. So, <laughs> ham radio thing. So you, if you pressed a button, you got that channel. But if you didn't, it was blurry. Right. But if you used a little dial, right, you could get a little yeah, bit. a little bit. I know so I had this very similar thing. We had a cable box, but a very old 1970s, when I was a kid, right. 1970s TV in my, in my room. Right. But my brother also lived there for a little while, uh, while because he's twelve years older than me. So we got he got the cable box eventually. Otherwise, they I would have just had that fucking stupid TV with four channels. Right. So finally, he gets the cable box. Now I'm eight years old, and what I realized is that you can get like the Adam and Eve channel was like 42, yes. 43 where yes. I lived somewhere around there, and so we didn't have that. But what we can do is the 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 television had to be on channel three, and it had some other dials next to it. And so you'd put the you'd put the box on like channel uh, like forty one because you actually had the channel forty one yeah and then you could change the dial to channel four uh-huh. and it'll show like half picture every three seconds correct <laughs> and, and it yes. would be like different colors yep and you could vaguely but you could get it you could vaguely scope out a yep. tit or some bush. yeah oh yeah. Just and, enough. And maybe a hammer swing oh, in the with the good old days. But that's what we dealt with back in the day. The Sears catalog. Um, do you know Cherry DeVille? Cherry DeVille, yes, I do. Very famous porn performer. She's asked the same question. She says, I was in college. Some of my downstairs neighbors had a whole DVD of Julia Ann and Janine Lindmolder. One of their classic blondage films where they were using an ice dildo. And maybe because it's all I had or maybe because it's an amazing film, it is what I watched and then I thought about for many years. Do you know this Uh, ice dildo film? No, I don't. I'm looking up Cherry DeVille right now, but nope. It doesn't seem practical, the ice dildo. Why? Well, it's freezing, yeah. which I wouldn't assume you'd want in your vagina. No. And secondly, it's going to melt. But the, person, but the person holding the ice dildo wants it to go into the woman's vagina. Yeah, and I guess that's, <laughs> no, I mean, I guess that's all that matters. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> okay. You know, I want that to... That it doesn't start with, hey, I wonder what happens if I freeze this dildo and stick it in my pussy. It starts with... Hey, I wonder what happens if I freeze this dildo and stick it in her pussy. Because <laughs> I'm going to do this. <laughs> uh, Mike St- Stabil, he is a porn industry advocate. He's asked the same question. And he says, my aunt had a copy of Playgirl. Okay. And I tore out all the pages. Wait a minute, Playgirl. Yeah. Okay. And he says, and when you see something Ooh, like bad, that. Playgirl, bad. That connects with you, it makes you realize who you are. I mean, the sex is almost immaterial. Now, I've never seen Playgirl. Yeah, but I do remember. Do you remember the famous shot of uh, Burt Reynolds on the bearskin rug? <laughs> yes, I do. So I looked it up, and I was shocked to learn it's not Playgirl. It was in Cosmopolitan, mm. and he. Covered, I don't remember him being naked. I no, mean, he covers it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's got so much fur on him on top of this fur blanket. <laughs> It looks just absolutely disgusting. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I had to I take mean, He's a got enough fur on his chest. Exactly. And under his fucking nose. Uh, how about Noelle Perdue? Have you heard of her? No. Good. Yeah, that's a new one. Well, she's a porn industry professional, and she says, I was 11, and I went oh, on to Pornhub. Oh, okay. And I wanted to be surprised, and I was. The first piece of pornography that I watched was an eight-person geriatric gangbang. Sick. Lemon now party. They- <laughs> 
they show a few seconds of this geriatric gangbang mm -hmm. with a granny uh, on a bed with her legs open and a bunch of dudes standing around in front of her. Epic. Um, and she said, "It's like all the ads now. You must fuck women. Well, you, we're if you ads. if you cannot." Uh, what does it say? Uh, you cannot reject women sexually. You must fuck grannies. Well, the point is, she said, this set the tone uh, for just how extreme things could be on the internet. Now, I don't know if you know this. It's also referred to as gilf porn. Yeah. What is it? Grandma I'd like to fuck. Correct. A granny I'd like to fuck. Well, it's time to meet. I'm not into granny porn. No, I neither am I. It's time to meet one of the stars of this film. Do you know who Siri Doll is? No, but I'm about to look her up. Okay. It's S I R I. Doll, D-A-H-L. Well, she's a porn performer. And she says, I think what makes porn porn is that you watch it expecting to be sexually aroused in some way. I think that's my entire definition of it. Well, the interviewer says, well, that's very broad. And she says, yeah, well, any, lady. anything can be porn. Now, at this point, we see multiple talking heads, headlines, screen grabs. We hear various voices. There is pressure on Ottawa in Quebec to act tonight after alarming allegations surface. Pornhub is one of the most powerful and profitable websites in the world. 30 women are now suing Pornhub's parent company, MindGeek. The New York Times column <laughs> accused the porn site of profiting off the sexual exploitation of women. Mm -hmm. MasterCard says they might stop. This isn't about porn. This is about rape. Porn is not a porn site. It's a crime scene. Now, I know you mm. wanted to get something in there. What made you chuckle? No, nah, I, I chuckled just like, oh, I wonder what the other IP mind geek owns. Uh, we might get into that. Okay. Well, we see the title card, Mind Geek, out of Montreal, Canada. Well, Noelle Pur Purdue, who we briefly mentioned, um, she worked for this company. And she says, so Mind Geek owns Pornhub. And I worked there for three years in various positions. And one day I just Googled actually porn script writer. Is that a job? And it was. Wow. Now that's <laughs> not the job I want in porn. I mean. It's no. close though. <laughs> Is it close? You know what job I want? The videographer. No. I want the job where you just write in the titles of the clips. Titles of the clips. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like give me some good ones. Like, you know, grandmother milf uh, bakes cookies. Um, yeah. Pool boy comes over and yeah. ices the, the, it's the like toppings and has fun. Yeah. Because yeah. they always have like a and, <laughs> yeah, and blank. Yeah, is that why? Yeah. Man, I just part, want to do the and blanks. <laughs> that, this, that's part of the lawsuit. It's like, okay, now you have to make it clear in the title that these people are having fun, mm -hmm. that they're not being raped. And enjoys it. And they enjoy it. Uh, that's That would be a fun job, I think. High school student, definitely plus 18. 18 plus. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, she says, MindGeek was hiring, and I applied, and I moved to Montreal. Most people think Pornhub is the biggest and most visited site on the internet, which in terms of brand recognition is true. It's the one people talk about when they talk about the porn industry, but MindGeek is a hilariously boring office space. Gray carpets, gray cubicles, open concept kind of thing. It was just like working at a tech company. I think it was more appealing to the executives to be executives at a very successful tech company than a very successful porn company. Yeah, except, and, except all your engineers are looking at a porn site. Well, but here's the thing. If I own a company like this as well, I don't want to walk in and just see huge pictures of vaginas in, well, yeah, you know, in my lobby and being right. like, hey, I pedal this shit. I want to make it look like I'm yeah. legit. Right. So it makes Where sense. Where are the headquarters now? 
Uh, still Born in Montreal. Montreal. So let's meet uh, Mike Stabil, Stable. I already mentioned him. Again, he, he refers to himself as a porn industry advocate. Okay. So he says, MindGeek has a number of adult companies. Pornhub is the main platform. Well, Brazzers does production. Now, we've all seen right. Brazzers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there are a host of other tube sites. You got RedTube. Yeah, I, I imagine Pornhub. Tube. Yeah, I imagine Pornhub is like 90% server space. Well, they're <laughs> owned under the MindGeek umbrella. Yeah. So you could be on these other sites like, you know, YouPorn or whatever. Yeah. MindGeek owns them. Yeah, yeah. So, X-Videos? Uh, they, I don't know if X videos is a part of that, but they do mention X videos okay. and we'll get to it later. Cool. Uh, that's cause my, that's X videos, my that's my go-to buddy. That's it's close to the there's, dark web. There's better one. There's much better porn sites than like, like, right. Than, and I know them all, but for some reason I just, I have my, they have, have, a, they have dude, a large I, inventory. Bro, bro, my, I have an account on, on X videos. Right. That I've had for years. Yeah. That has all my saved you porn play, you, you, for yes. years. By the way, have you ever downloaded porn? I mean, I have. You're well, never, I don't understand that. And once in a while, you got to do it. You think it's foresight because you're going to be like, I know I'm oh, not going to have right, internet. Right, I'm not going to have internet. And there's going to be some porns I'm going to want to watch. And right. I'm going to download a variety. Got it. Well, she also says... On my or, phone, excuse obviously. Me, Mike says... That gets dangerous, by the way. Downloading porn on your phone. Watching videos? porn on your phone is dangerous. No. Every, yes, it is. I watch porn on my phone every, all, every day. Yeah, but um, let's say... I don't do it on the computer anymore. Let's say you're at the water cooler and somebody says, hey, uh, what time's the game start? And you immediately go to it yeah. and it brings up your search I history. Know. You don't want to play with that. And that's why you got to be... Okay, go on. All right. So Mike says they're a technology platform. They didn't produce adult content. So they didn't have any relationship with studios. They just had to create a platform where people could share. And that was the promise of uh, Pornhub. In pre-internet porn, you try to keep as low a profile as possible because you didn't want the feds coming after you. You didn't want people really focusing attention on you. Yeah. You didn't want to make waves. But Pornhub knew that if they were going to capture market share on a global level, they had to make waves. And with the internet, you blew that wide open. So remember the old school... That's my modem. Yeah, sound. that it's was not annoying. good. Don't do that. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Um, and by the way, quick side segue because I know we have a lot of younger listeners. Um, back in the day when the internet first came out, and we had porn, you didn't have a lot of choices. Okay, pick post. You had free pay, my free pay site. But hold on, before that, it was even worse. We. we there is a generation that I come from. I was there from the beginning, sir. No, no, you weren't. Yes, I was. The beginning was there wasn't anything. No, I and, and we I, would walk into a porn store. All no, right. Okay, okay, okay. Hold no, on, no, no. let me finish. Okay, okay. We'd I walk you meant in the early days of no, internet. We would walk into no, those yes, stores, fill our feet, get stuck to the cum yes, floors yes, of the place. Yes. And I'm borrowing a line from a comic and I cannot remember who it is, but you walk through the saloon doors. Yes. Okay. Yes. That was the sign. Yes. That once you went through the saloon doors in the You're back. You're a piece of shit. Yes. Yes. That they was even where, had a Blockbuster. They had the saloon doors at Blockbuster? They no, had, they didn't. I swear to God they did. I really? swear on my life. They had saloon doors and the privacy area for porn really? at Blockbuster. Not Maybe not every single one, but definitely East LA Blockbusters. Okay. 
Well, the point is, but yeah, no, okay, I thought you meant the early days of internet porn. Sorry, continue. No, I'm going before that. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, everybody knows the, the thing. CD underbelly the thing. of that shit. I would have friends, and one day he was my neighbor, and we yeah. walked to the uh, 2020 video, which was on Sunset La Brea. Yeah. And uh, he's like, I got to go return a tape. And I walked in there with him, and he had it in a bag. Uh-huh. And uh, he walked through the saloon doors. I'm like, uh, what, what are you doing? Yeah. And he goes, oh, just had to, you know, take Get something in the back. And I go, you have the privilege, uh, you not got, the privilege. Yeah. You have the balls to just go back there. Cause I would never go back there. Why? Bro. It's gross. What if somebody saw me? Oh, who's going to see you? The point I, is <laughs> I never rented yeah, yeah, a yeah. porn video, yeah, yeah. but I had something equally worse happen to me. What's that? One day I'm with my friend, same mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, we're playing Scrabble and I get a call from 2020 video. Okay. And they go, Mr. Neff, we need to speak to you about oh, uh, oh. your return film. Yeah. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Auto Premature's Laura. I just dropped it off. And they were like, well, unfortunately, that's not what was in the box. <laughs> and um, uh, they were like, does, uh, does seven Asians uh, on the patio <laughs> mean anything to you? Yeah. Or something like that. And I go, oh, my God. And my heart sank. Yeah, yeah. And You're I gross. was with my buddy Paul, and I was like, you might as well come with me because I'm going to play this up to as yeah. much as yeah, possible. Well, so I walked in yeah. and I bring my copy of Laura, yeah. uh, which is a noir film. Uh, I want to say Dana Andrews was in it. And I walk in Gay? and I was like, I think you've been missing this. Okay. And they were like, I think you've been missing this. They already had it ready for me yeah, in, a, in brown a brown paper bag, bag with my name on it. So it didn't, it, it, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, they don't want yeah. seven Asians on a no, patio. No, sitting. they want it. Sitting yeah, out for public to see. No, but uh, yeah, I mean, our friend Mushroom Santa, his his mother, oh, since we were children, owned a sex shop. Yeah, it's a, also a gift shop, but the main revenue for the place is a sex shop. Right. So okay. growing up, all that people would get dildos for their birthdays and shit. Right. Fun stuff. Okay. Well, let's so, get back to Nicole. Let's get back to her. She says when the internet was first developed, the only kind of per, uh, pornography was, and you're gonna have to help me with this. Great. It's ASC two art. Do you know what that is? Oh, ASCII art. Yes, that's what she said. Yeah. Well, that's where somebody painstakingly went It's a through. fucking macro, doggy. That's fucking IRC porn. That's right. Like, it's like the pl- it's, plus it's, signs and the equal yeah, signs. Yeah, yep. And making like um, chat, room, cha- chat room porn. Right. So they, somebody would take the time to make titties with like um, the ampersand button and, you know, semicolons and shit like yep. that. But you could download it, but it took forever mm-hmm. because they didn't have bandwidth. Right. And we see some of these rudimentary graphics that look awful. Right. Um, like, I don't know how anybody could get hard, you know, or turned on by this. Well, right. Well, here's the evolution. Mm-hmm. Once the bandwidth improves, that gives way to people uploading scans of just images. Yep. And, of course, later videos to share. Goddamn right. Well, Mike says consumers learned that they didn't have to spend $90 on a DVD to get four scenes. hmm they learned they could get an endless amount of content for $19.99 a month. Wow. But the internet at the time was suspicious. People were afraid that if I put this on the internet, it'll be stolen. And in some cases, that proved to be true. Well, Noel, this is the girl that works at MindGeek. Right. She says, we began to see an evolution of people distributing content that they didn't have the right to. Especially compared right. to the 1960s, where porn piracy would be leaving a porn magazine in the woods for somebody to find. <laughs> And maybe a group of six yeah. teenagers yeah, yeah, yeah. would find it. Dude, and it so would make many stories. So many stories about that. Yeah. Of people just leaving magazines in the woods. Yeah. And then just 
stayed there and then just all the pages got stuck together well tube sites like Pornhub, and then you'd go back and like four months later and there'd just be a new one yeah and you'd be like holy shit there's that, a new one that's the, the fir- underground the first the first fucking magazine i ever saw was yeah. in the boy scouts i think it was called cherry or cherry pie yes no cherry, it's cherry, just pie. cherry. oh man i'll never forget seeing yeah. that first set of pussy lips yeah open but you found fingers. it in an outhouse I mean, it was, yeah, some guy, one of the kids brought it, but yeah. Okay. Good douche. Well, you have to rem- remember, tube sites like Pornhub were disruptive to the porn industry in the same way that Pirate Bay. Remember Pirate oh, Bay yeah. where you get movies? Still, you still use, I still use Pirate Bay. And LimeWire. Remember everyone had a <coughs> LimeWire account? Yeah, LimeWire. Even uh, Napster. Napster had porn also for a while, but definitely LimeWire was like the age of the porn yes. downloading. Well, people. And, uh, what was that other one? Kazaa? Kazaa, 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 whatever. Well, you have to understand that once this happened, people are like, well, it should be free because I'm used to getting it for free. (laughs) Well, she says Pornhub wasn't driving that, but they were definitely part of the movement. Well, let's get back to Wolf Hudson. He's the male performer that you Googled. But it's all, it was also kind of like the industry. I mean, how big of an industry was it before the porn industry? How much was it worth really? I mean, it was always worth money because you have to remember yeah. prior to this, it was all videotape, yeah. mass marketing. Yeah. Um, that was a huge industry. And of course, that bore out of the dissolution imagine of film. Being, imagine being an FBI agent having to go under, going after like porn copywriter, like porn. Oh, right. Porn fucking. Be co- like, I got to go save these guys from getting copyright <laughs> yeah. violations and they're we gotta, just scumbags. Yeah, we got to fucking, we got a tip that like these guys have been selling fucking illegal porn out of their van in, in the valley. Yeah, and we got to go to the colonel and give him his money that he So they got to like follow him for three weeks and shit. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, Wolf says in 2008, Pornhub was becoming the omni- omnipresent, you know, place on the internet. Uh, and, it, and at the time, I had obviously a very negative opinion about Pornhub because they were the ones that were taking away the money. What year did Pornhub start? Uh, I don't know, but he says in 2008, that's when they really become, you know, visible. Well, Siri doll, she says, I was not pleased with Pornhub early on. Piracy was a massive issue. And at the time, there wasn't a way to monetize. 2007. Yeah. So, okay. So just a year after they come out, they have this massive presence. So Siri's upset because she says, I couldn't monetize on Pornhub. I couldn't sell it there. It was just a game of whack-a-mole getting my stuff that was stolen, taken down constantly. Right. Well, it's time to meet a gentleman by the name of Martin Patroquin, who is a journalist from The Logic. And he says, Pornhub came out of the fruits of three Concordia students who, like any other university students, apparently like naked women. Mm -hmm. And they started this thing off as a lark, but they sold the company in 2010 to a guy named Fabian Feilman, and he wrapped it into his empire. So to his credit, Fabian knew all about SEO. That's what? Search engine optimization. Correct. To make sure Pornhub was the top thing that came up when you searched. Well, Nicole explains anything that has a lot of traffic, you can assume is really taking advantage of search engine optimization or the game of trying to get your page first. When somebody searches like big titties, Pornhub wants (laughs) Pornhub big titties. Yeah, that's what I search. I like big naturals. Big, <laughs> I, do. I do too. I do too. I do. I like them all, baby. To be number one, 
and ideally number two, and you want to be number three, number four, number five, and number six. Well, do you know the porn director by the name of Brie Mills? No. Okay, she's a part of this documentary as well, and she says that Pornhub fundamentally changed distribution and production as a result. So studios that were very used to having certain budgets and certain returns all of a sudden found most, if not all, of their content disposable and becoming much more of a volume game which obviously translates into more shoots and more performers, right. you know, and more work mm-hmm. and more uh, herpes. <laughs> <laughs> and herpes. And yeah. Yep, yep. Um, so Mike says, by 2011, studios started to realize that it was better to partner with them. And in 2012, Fabian Thielman was suddenly given the keynote at a major industry conference. Well, they show this from a YouTube speech titled Internet Expo 2012 Las Vegas. And Fabian says, I'm hoping that my openness throughout the speech will be beneficial to you all. And some will understand a bit more of how we do things and why we do things in certain ways and why we're actually quite friendly people, although we own tube sites. So let's get back a bit and look at the industry Uh, what they've had to face over the past few years. I think the industry faces a lot of change often. I think it's normal that we do because we have always been more or less at the forefront of technology and therefore face the negative change and the positive change at the same time. Hmm. Well, Martin, uh, the, the journalist from The Logic says, the first time I wrote about it, I had no idea there was a connection between Pornhub and MindGeek, that one company owned the other. And MindGeek itself is basically a data harvesting operation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Similar to what Netflix does <clears throat> and what Facebook does. It gathers data on its users to better tailor content towards those eyeballs. Mm-hmm. And they're very good at it. Yes, In they fact, are. they are better at Netflix does yeah. it because they uh, they they have that much more to build an algorithm. Yeah, around. yeah, yeah. Okay? Everybody watches porn, dude. Right. Too. It's the, yeah, it's the, and then of course being able to monetize, uh, you know, user generated content with advertising was extremely profitable. Yeah, it's now, essentially in the top five of viewed. Now here's the thing: <clears throat> websites in the world. I haven't paid much attention to ads on these sites because the one that I always hear or see over again is something called uh, Semenex. Okay. Have you ever seen it? So, sounds familiar. You got this little jingle at the top, okay. and then you see like a little shot glass, okay. and like jizz is being poured into it. <clears throat> and on one side, it's just a little jizz. And on the other shot glass, it's a f- overflowing shot cup of jizz. Okay. But apparently, it's a pill that that'll give you jizz. extra jizz. It's crazy. And I'm just like, who wants to be the guy? <laughs> Money shot, dude. Yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> I just no, don't. But- I don't just get the idea of being a guy out there being like, uh, I need more jizz. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Just she's send that not shit right sa- through. <laughs> she's not satisfied <laughs> with what I'm giving her. Uh, it's such a weak, pathetic load. Yeah, so I guess, <laughs> I guess it can help. <laughs> I'm going to take supplements to increase my load. Yeah. Well, the uh, the uh, yeah yeah yeah. I yeah. just I t- it just boggles the mind that there are people out there in need of this product. Yeah. That of course does not work. I'm sure it doesn't <laughs> so, work. Uh anyway, well what happens next is Thielman, he got convicted of tax evasion and the assets were bought by MindGeek. Oh, the old Al Capone. Yes. Now the the employees that were that purchased him out, uh, they were named Ferris Antoon and David Tassillo. Mm-hmm. And a guy named Berg Bergmare, who was an investor. 
So they are very successful in pushing Pornhub to the very sort of outer limits of mainstream acceptance. And then, of course, we see Trevor Noah. He's making jokes about Pornhub. Um, and he says something to the effect of, it's so easy to search if you just type in the word P in your browser, Pornhub's the first thing that's going to come up. Yes. I was never much of a Pornhub guy, and I still really am or not, because I don't really like how the videos scroll on the mobile. They just scroll one at a time. Oh, okay. It's pretty annoying. Gotcha. Um, well, Mike says... I'm sure somebody's going to be like, you know you can fucking change that. Yeah, well, <laughs> somebody. Some, <laughs> some, I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> yeah, well, somebody will know. Mm. Uh, if In fact, if you do, DM us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to know, please. Mike says they were really great about brand recognition. They bought billboards in Times Square, knowing they would be controversial and knowing they could benefit from all the earned media that comes from that. Well, Noel says we did a lot of collaborations with celebrities like Kanye. And Cherry DeVille says Pornhub is pop. I mean, think in our heads, and most people couldn't even see the colors or hear the song. Do you know what they're, they're talking about? Nope. Their theme song? I have no idea. Oh, well, Pornhub's theme song? Yeah. Never heard it. Well, you know how Netflix has the dun 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 dun? Yeah, just like the four notes. Okay. Or whatever it is. Yeah, okay. Pornhub has theirs. Dun -dun yeah. I don't, <laughs> I I don't remember what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got that little... Why don't you find it? They're not going to be uh, pissed if we play it. Sorry, right, keep but going. the point is, um, uh, this has gone viral in the sense that you see Instagram videos. By the way, the Pornhub intro song is on YouTube. Oh, it is? Yeah. Go ahead and play it for us. That's right. Play it one more time? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, think about how many times you've heard that and not even not realize even that it. it's basically a signature <clears throat> yeah. or a brand. Right. Well, it's gone viral so many times that like, you see high school drummers at band playing it. Oh God! You know what I mean? uh, back to Asa Akara. That's definitely some shit I would have played on the saxophone. Like you ever love bluesy <laughs> jam? Am I saying Asa Akara's name right? Asa Akira. Asa Akira. She says, "Well, for the last fifteen years, I would say by far it's the most household name, and I would agree with that." Sure. Yes. Um, yes. Um, Pornhub, sure. Well, let's when it conveys. If you're gonna use a joke, you would use Pornhub before you say X videos. Absolutely, or <laughs> uh, U porn or uh, X videos. Obviously, Red Tube, Red Tube, YouTube. Uh, there's another one, U porn. Yeah, U porn. Uh, big.com. Little big, hidden, little beach. hidden one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know about the beach. I, you, dude, it's funny because I saw the I saw the beach grow up oh, from did? a shit nothing website into what it's turned into today. So it's beach, it's not beach. I was I've always wondered. I used to always say beach, yeah, but I think it's beach. Guys, little like, hidden gem out there. www.beeg.com. Yeah. If you don't know about it, very clean site. No, no, no. The best site is a hundred percent is porneasy.com porneasy.com yeah it's okay. 100 unequivocally the the only thing that's bad about it is the search so uh -huh. what you got to do is search whatever you want porn easy right and every single video you need guys full length, we will expect no advertisements about what you think of porn <laughs> no advertisement just get in there and my personal favorite i mean beach. very minimal uh advertisement let's meet natasia dreams don't doesn't it's doesn't, a it's a porn person yeah couldn't tell uh, couldn't tell if it was straight female transgender uh, never heard of her so natasia dreams says 
I had a page and I had like a million followers and I'm like, well, no wonder why people are, are noticing me in the train station when I go flying. No wonder <laughs> 16 million people have seen my asshole. Quite a, quite a claim. People, people recognize your asshole more than they recognize your face. <laughs> Pretty much. You walk around with your asshole out. Well, we see Jimmy Kimmel, he's cracking a joke, and he says Pornhub released their annual reports of the top pornographic searches in the country. Yeah, those are my favorite every year. They broke it down by the states. States. And Arkansas, for instance, the number one most Suicide searched. porn. D- divorced. Divorced porn. Which is the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> What's divorced porn? I don't know. Is it know. literally the guy and the girl saying, well, we did all we can do. They signed the papers and they're like, should we fuck for one yeah, last, one last time? one last hurrah fuck. Well, a lot of people out there in Arkansas are are getting fucking fucked by the Clintons, let me tell you. There we go. Okay. (laughs) I see what you did there. A little connection to Arkansas. Always, always. What, are we going whitewater on this? Every time I think about AK, all I can think about are the Clintons. Okay. All I can think about is truck stops when I hear the word Arkansas. Love a good truck stop. Mike says, Pornhub Insights got a tremendous amount of media attention. The big push was always these end-of-year data numbers where they would list the number of videos, the top stars, the top search turns. Also, Akira says lesbian has now dropped down to number three and MILFs <gasps> at an all-time low at four. Oh, no. Would you like to hear the top 10 search terms in I'm gonna 2019? I'm going to guess some of them. All right, go ahead and guess. I have not heard these. This is what right. year? From 2019. From 2019. Yep. So okay. figure four years ago. Pretty yeah. recent. We don't need to spend Anime an hour porn. and a half. Anime porn. Not on the list. Wow. Nope. Hentai. Number two. Okay, that's anime porn. Okay. Uh, that's anime ahead. porn. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Keep going. Um, all right, we said lesbian. Okay, number Milf, three. Milf, you already said. Okay, anal. Uh, yes, clocking in at nine. Clocking in at nine. Made uh-huh. it. Just just made it. Yep. Anal's fading. <laughs> yep. Anal's fading fast. Uh-huh. Number one, we've got tits. Big tits. Uh, nope. Okay. You were on a hot streak, bro. Big tits is not on there? No. Damn. You need to think ethnicities. Okay, I got you now. Let me hear ebony, black. Number 10. Wow. Number 10. All right, let me hear Asian. Uh, very good. Number six. Okay. Brazil. Not even close. Not on the okay, list. Okay, not on the list. You only um, have four more to get. And I will take um, Japanese. Uh, number one. Wow. Uh-huh. By the way, does nothing for me. I like a good Japanese porn. I watch some. Stay in the region. Um, I watch. I watch. Stay <laughs> in the region. Thai. Uh, nope. Uh, the Vietnamese can't be a Korean. Yes. K-pop. Korean is five. Okay. And then let's go to. Uh, you got all the the the, the main bangers. Yep. Let's go to like. Uh, dildo. Does the word Nuru mean anything to you? Nuru? No. Okay. It's, it's number eight's massage. Okay. I I can get with a good massage porn. Damn, I, sh- I want to go get a massage. And my my one of my most used search terms. Uh-huh. Close to MILF, but not quite. Mature. Stepmom. Stepmom. I love uh-huh. me a good stepmom porn. Yep. <laughs> I um, definitely don't want your mom to be By the way, surprisingly, uh, my all time search term, dirt pipe milkshake, did not show up. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Dirt like, pipe milkshake. I hmm. remember watching a porn one day. Something about jizzing in a chick's ass and then and sucking the it back end, up. I yeah. don't know. And at the end, it said, thank you for watching Dirt Pipe Milkshakes. And I'm like, <laughs> I got to get some fucking help. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> this isn't right. That's after three days of cocaine. And <laughs> it was a, I was on a bender. Yep. Benderooski. All right. So Mike says it, it went into... Bender, every, barely knew her. Mike says it went into everybody's home. 
And it got people talking about things that were scandalous beforehand. I think it was one of the things that later made Pornhub a target. Some people don't like that these things are not in the shadows. They want this stuff hidden. And of course, the arguments are not new. It's just the medium they're, they're battling has changed. And so we started to hear the drumbeat of people coming for Pornhub from outside the industry. Now, we see activists in their tweets decrying porn and Pornhub is toxic uh, and malware for humankind. Uh, people call it human trafficking, of course. And Noel says it's really interesting to see on a very wide scale people trying to remove pornography from the Internet. It feels almost like ripping the spine out of something given how much every element of the internet has been influenced and led by pornography. Uh, it's just creating this absolutely like untenable tension between the two industries that actually exists so tight knit. And the people who often get left in the dust are primarily sex workers, primarily performers, and also users trying to exist as a person with a sex drive online. And it just okay. becomes a press. That's, that's, that's a good way of putting it. I guess. Jesus Christ. Just a jacker. Uh, so, <laughs> I love how like basically lawyers have had to write this yeah. stuff. Yeah. They're like, don't forget about. Uh, it's like a person that exists an online. An exister with a sex drive, on, sex drive online. Oh, God. Anyway, it just becomes a precedent for great censorship that we see over and over and over again. Unreasonably I see applied. what they mean, though, and why they have to like their defiance. Defining what uh, uh, the user of this stuff is so that their rights are protected when they're like yeah. talking about these things. I mean, in the it's not like uh, I don't know what um, amendment it is or what number it is in the Constitution, but there's a right to jack. Do you know what I mean? It's there's like a right to jack. <laughs> there's like a right to bear yeah, arms like, and religion. It's, it's like probably, freedom of speech. Yeah, I mean, it's probably one C in well, there somewhere. In is there. that the Declaration of Independence or the? That's the Constitution. The Constitution. Stupid. <laughs> Declaration of Independence means we would declare independence right, right, from right. Britain. I'm gotta remember I'm sick. That's but yeah, I mean, you, if you have got the right to freedom of religion, you got the right to jack. Yeah, I mean, there's one and one and A, one B. In fact, I'm not I'm not sure why it doesn't say that. It should be one J. <laughs> one J. One J under God, indivisible, <laughs> liberty and come for all. It's time to meet one of these Seaman workers. For all. One of these workers that Noel was speaking about by the name of Gwen Adora. You ever hear of her? Not Gwen. No, you better look her Gwen. up. Am she's going to be a, a big looker? part of this I've story. I've always liked every single Gwen I've ever seen. Well, Gwen, she, what? Gwen Adora. Adora. Now she has a Adora sign. These balls. A sign in her house that reads: "Nobody has the right to censor." Oh, <laughs> those are some big titties, dude. <laughs> <laughs> She's a, I mean, she's a thick girl. Okay. She's a thick girl. She has a sign in her house that says, nobody has the right to censor you, slut. It's also next to a picture of her holding half a dozen dildos near her mouth. Fuck yeah. So, um, hey, she's got the right to... Looks like you need a half a dozen dildos to, to, to multi-dild her face. Yeah, multi-dild. <laughs> it's probably in one... Hey, honey, get the dild. <laughs> one MD. Get that dild, baby. So they show her walking through her house, and you know how people have those uh, back of the closet shoe uh, holders? They're like yeah, plastic. Yeah. She's got one of those, and it's full of dills. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dills and plugs. Fucking dillies, dude. That's all it is. It's a closet of dillies. It's, it's just, but it's a rack. It's big, a holder. Big women love their dills. Dude. It's a holder 
for dil- the dills and the plugs. And she says, my name is Gwen Adora. Smells great. And I'm an adult performer, an online content creator, semi-influencer, babe. Okay. Uh, that's who I am. What the fuck does that mean? That's what she's calling herself. She's got the right. Semi-influencer, babe. I definitely identify as a sex worker. That's not the first thing I say to people because I feel like it's such a broad term. I don't necessarily say that up front, but definitely that's something I identify as, like sure. politically and job-wise. Uh, we get another, I like the word sex worker. We get another impression. I like that they like that word. That they embrace it? I like that I word. I think you have to. I love calling women sex workers. Right. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> right. Because it seems... It seems like it's an insult, but it's not. It's not an insult, and it's like very old timey. Something about yeah. it is like very old timey. I yeah. like that. Well, we see another impressive display of her dildos on top of her dresser, and um, these things look like suction cups, like octopus tentacles, uh, a lot of purple, a lot of pink dills. Yeah, and it's right next to an award she won for best BBW clip artist from the XBiz Cam Awards 2021. So this girl's Big, beautiful woman going places. Correct. Uh, I wish she would. She she was like a couple sizes smaller, and she might have been up for the Pog Award. What does Pog stand for again? Fat ass white girl. Got it. Uh, the words porn. Did you believe that I didn't know? Did I sell that? <laughs> <laughs> so, the words porn star, she says, or sex worker, doesn't really associate with my body type for a lot of people. So, a lot of people are generally like, "Oh, I didn't like realize fat women could do porn." They don't usually say that. They just usually go, "Damn, this is some big titties." Yeah, uh, and you were polite. You just said big tits. Uh, people assume like. Uh, I'm in it for like the wrong reasons. They're like, oh, you're doing something that's, you know, taboo and underground and you shouldn't be talked about, but we'll definitely jerk off to it. The fuck we won't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, have, <laughs> we have tonight to this woman tonight. No, no. I'm saying I'm not. Oh, I'm, I'm saying, just saying I am. I, I'm saying I'm good. Yeah, I'm to, she's, in the, she's fine. To each their own. She'll do it. She, she can get she she can do it for me. She says people automatically automatically assume I'm doing mainstream porn just because that's the immediate connection. Sure. That's what people know the most of. But in reality, I'm just in my room by myself making little videos, just right. like a YouTuber, basically. Yeah. yeah. On a typical filming day. Which I, are boring as fuck, by the way. I've never I watched. Ne- never watch them. Uh she says on a normal day, I'd get ready. I do my makeup. Set up my tripod. It's like a gamer. Yep. And then the clothes start coming Tw- off. Fucking Twitch star. Well, we see her in mid-session. Oh, my God. What a crazy night on that dance floor. <laughs> I didn't expect to be getting that wild this vacation. <laughs> oh, my God. Take a moment. Take my shoes off. Oh, hi, you. You look familiar. You're, you're my, you were in my communications class last semester. Oh I taught God. you. So I do photography. I do videography. And I do editing. Oh, come on. No one's watching. You're on vacation. Get it out. Do it. Uh, I also do my own PR. Oh, do you want to see Miss Adora's tits? I do it all, basically. <laughs> like a whole media company. Yeah. Um, and lo- yes, there's some masturbating on camera sometimes. Oh. But that's only 10% of it. Oh, so fucking good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you going to come on my big fucking titties? Actually, wait. We're going to do this first. Now, at this point, she pulls, out, she pulls out a huge syringe from a big, sticky, like, white jar of looks like mayonnaise. Cool. And she pulls out the syringe. She's like, this is my lube shooter. Yeah, <laughs> so, lube shooter. So she's like, oh, there we go. 
oh, come on, baby. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. Fuck those titties. Oh, my God. And then she shoots the lube shooter yeah. all over her chest and right, her hair. Right. Yeah. And it makes it look like it's cum. Yeah. And she's all like so sticky. Yeah. It does add a lot of time to the process of making your own content. Now, she tells us the rest yeah. of what she says while cleaning the lube shooter yeah. substance out of her hair right. and her face. Right. But the great thing about it is I get to control the whole thing. Yeah. How much jizz goes in the jizz shit? I'm, <laughs> Thank kidding. God. I'm kidding. She didn't say that. I can control the narrative. I choose. <laughs> I choose the scenes that I take on. I don't have to perform with someone I don't want to perform with. I get to edit the way I want to. Yeah. I get to promote the way I want to. I am Gwen Adora full time. It is my full time job which is great because, you know, um, not everyone has the same opportunities for mainstream porn, but anyone can do amateur as long as they have the Jizz Shooter 2500 XL model and two gallons of Jizz. Yeah. She didn't say that, which is lovely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pornhub was a site that I initially stayed away from. There was yeah. a lot of free videos that were stolen. So I was kind of on smaller niche sites. Uh, it wasn't until I went to the AVN Expo in Vegas that I was pulled aside by Jade Jordan, mm. who is at the Model Hub booth. She came up to me and she was like, you need to be on Pornhub. Uh, you're going to be the next BBW on Pornhub. Yeah. Uh, BBW, of course, is... Big, beautiful woman. And so I was like, okay, tell me more. Tell me more. She gave me a good introduction to you know how to monetize on the site. I had no clue they had Model Hub at the time, yeah. which was the paper video side of the platform to sell them. Right, that's amazing. And Ty, so does Pornhub now have like? Can you stream live from Pornhub? We're gonna get there. Okay. And tied with the traffic of Pornhub, I was like, that sounds like a win-win to me. It wasn't until XBiz Miami when I met Noel who was at the time working in the model hub department. And she reached out through an email beforehand and said, Hey, we want you to come to this model hub dinner. Well, Noel says I met Gwen through the model program. I started with model hub and talent acquisitions. Uh, we met because I was scoping out models on other sites that were doing really well. And I was like, why don't you take a look at us? And Gwen says they took us out for food and drinks and they told us how we were going, uh, we were doing on the platform, and then also tips and tricks on how to fully utilize the system. So Noel explains what Model Hub is. It's Pornhub's clip site. It launched in 2018, and that was really when verified models started making money on the site. Right. So Gwen says, I put a lot more energy into it, and once I started doing that, I noticed the benefits in terms of money and in terms of following. When I put my clips on Model Hub, I didn't have to promote them uh, for them to sell because the Pornhub traffic uh, that was filtering through because the sites are connected. It's just automatically done. Boom. Well, Cherry, she says, before there was such an easy way to monetize uh, self-made content, we, meaning performers, were all at the mercy of studio-produced porn. But these online platforms like Model Hub, and of course you've heard of OnlyFans, gave us autonomy, power, and a good good bit more of money. Yeah. It has made financial freedom very easy, easy and accessible for so many more models. Well, Siri doll, she says the model of like the fan subscription site is like a complete game changer. I didn't rely on, I don't have to rely on income from studio shoots anymore. Right. That's the reason I was able to buy a house 
Just show her house. Pretty fucking nice house. Of course. I wouldn't be able to able uh, to reliably save to buy a house from doing studio work before. Uh, Wolf Hudson, he says, when I was shooting for a studio, I could make roughly four grand a month. With Model Hub, I started Jesus. getting well over 10000 a month. <clears throat> yeah. Content creation has shown that performers have always been in charge right. and they can dictate what they want and what they don't want. Yeah, I mean, dude, you want it. It's like, exactly, it's like how all these Twitch video gamers, it's just, except you're showing your snatch. They can come, tip you. They, they probably event, invented that kind of like uh, model pretty much, like that, that YouTube model really yeah. kind of. They're, they're probably, the Pornhub is kind of, not them specifically, but the porn industry. Yeah. It's probably what kind of like invented that uh, membership Patreon type thing. Well, Wolf says what we've heard many people say in many industries, which is without us, there would be no industry. And Noel says Pornhub has evolved over the past 10 years or so um, to have multiple different ways of making money and multiple ways of distributing pornography. Right. There are a bunch of different levels and how involved you want to be uh, when it comes to uploading content. But the process of uploading a video to Pornhub is pretty similar to uploading content to any other platform. Yeah. You choose the file, hit the upload, give it a title and a description. Mm -hmm. You can tag people in the video if you want, and then certain number of tags for categorization within the site. Right. So we see Gwen, she's like POV, right. point, of, point of view, BB dubs, <laughs> uh, big tits, <laughs> yeah, yeah, cream pie. That's yeah. always a crowd pleaser. Uh, I'm surprised cream pie wasn't in the top 10. Yeah. Um, by the way, um, you know, I've never been more uncomfortable in my life than having a 60-year-old woman ask me what a cream pie was. Ugh. Uh, and I don't remember yeah. the location, but we huh. were at dinner and somebody's mom was like, what's a cream, cream pie? pie? And I'm like, it's, it's something that they usually have on the menu tonight, but we're yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are you going to tell her? When I come in your pussy? <laughs> it's not that. It's I know. Dripping when out it drips it. out, you always oh, say that. Gross. You always say that, but I still search for cream pie and it's not always that it dripping out. I thought that was what a cream I, pie I is. I guess so. Okay. okay. But some tags are banned because of the it's if it's kinky, it's harder to sell it to credit card processors. Mm. Which is interesting. Very interesting. So there's a line that's drawn when it comes to these tags or credit card processors. And I'm thinking to myself, what are those tags? Yeah. Now you're a scumbag. You know Scat, what creep probably like probably yeah. Like shitting on people. Right? Shit drinking? <laughs> Dirt pipe yeah. milkshake. Stop, stop. stop, um, stop. Piss, probably, I would think. I guess piss is, uh, you know, anything German related. They're just yeah. like, just, Shiza. we're not, we're not processing <laughs> they have, Germans. They had to open their own credit card processor. <laughs> <laughs> so it, she says in general, this is Noel, people tag their videos with as many tags as, as you can, because that's, you know, how you're going to get more SEO. And then you just hit publish and it lives out there. And of course, there are categories like teen which obviously uh, often, uh, often uh, monitored uh, by some diddler comic that we know <laughs> about Delia. <laughs> so, That's Delia's top search. Teen, teen, obviously are eighteen. He doesn't. He just does eighteen. He doesn't do eighteen plus. <laughs> just the letter A and then teen. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying like you know how you always see eighteen plus. Yes, he's not for the plus. He's right. just for the eighteen. Well, there's a larger issue where teen in pornography doesn't necessarily refer to teenagers. Now, I found this fascinating. I didn't know that either. It's more a reference to body type. <clears throat> right. Okay, that makes more so, sense. But that's a, also a, a definition 
that uh, the credit like card the, companies that, negotiated. Yeah, like lawyers came up with <laughs> right. it. It's not exactly what teen means. Right. But that also seems like it could be a movie thing because movie uh, 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 the people who who hire, what are they called? Casting Ta- directors. Ta- yeah, ca- casting directors. So I'm sure that's like a term that they use. We're looking for like a teen body, teen type, but like not a teenager. Right. For like some of these movies or shows that they well, do. Well, here's how it works. Any petite performer could be categorized as teen. Right. Um, they don't have a midget category, apparently. Aww. But that's, uh, I mean, little I know. person. Little person. Age doesn't necessarily play into that as much as people think it does. Well, Siri Doll says, it oh, yeah. feels... Feels like you're saying, like, oh, teen? You know, it's hard to come up with a solution to tagging like that that doesn't feel like you're policing people's sexuality that they're allowed to have because they're a legal adult. Right. Uh, Cherry DeVille says, you know, we're providing entertainment within the legal bounds of consenting adults. And within that buffet of pornographic content that adults, if they choose to consume it, can consume anything. Yeah. Um, they show one of Cherry's videos, which is titled Hot Milf Gets Her Turkey Stuffed. <laughs> Again, this would be a fun job. Yes. yes. Do you know what I mean? Hot Milf Gets His Turkey Stuffed. All you have to do is come up with seven <laughs> words and then add uh, two more and <laughs> likes it or three, and that's your job. I want that job. Yeah, that's a good By job. By the way, you know what also really I've always wondered? What? Um, there's, a, they're like, there's a custodian of records. You ever see that? Okay, sure. And it's like all, all models. Every single porn ever? Yeah, all models are verified at 18, uh-huh. certified by Xavier Enrique, custodian of records. Uh huh, yeah. So, what's his job? Is it really? I've never yeah. even heard of this. There's just her. like a book, and he's huh. like, yeah, she's 18. That's, <laughs> That's like hilarious. his job. His it's job just, is to verify all these correct porn stars. Custodian of records. It's That's such hilarious. a weird title. And he's, what, what was his name? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, I think it varies from company to company. That you're saying it was like Javier, like some Mexican. No, every dude. company has their Just own custodian of records. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not that kind of custodian. Yeah, it's not, like, it's not Born, like a jizz mobber. Pornhub needs a lot of those. <laughs> so she says, but if you just. Uh, let anyone upload anything, you're going to get yeah. anyone uploading anything. Yeah. And that's not okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember them putting a bunch of stuff on there. Well, prior to 2020. Like, even just, like, stupid illegal, like, movies. Dude, I see comics, yeah. well, excuse me, porn stars that have transitioned into comedy. No, great. They have their sex videos their up there, and they have their podcast yeah. up there. So if you search God. by... Uh, Adam22. Oh, gross, bro. His uh, wife's Armenian. That's that great. Girl, Lena the Plug. He's got a fucking Lisa the Simpsons. Lena the... Lena. Lena. Yeah. She's... I'd, I'd slam the shit out of her. Okay. Well, we're not having that discussion here. Well, no, Noel says, prior to uh, December 2020, verification was mandatory if you wanted to make any money on your content. Mm-hmm. So you would have to go through the process of submitting your ID and getting approved. <laughs> holding, up, holding up a paper in front of me saying, this is Dave Sarah. Yeah, it's like KYC and crypto. Yeah, yeah. You know, they want to make sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. So you have to go through. Put it up to your forehead. Yeah. Today's newspaper date. Oh, God. Uh, but if you didn't care about making money on the site, you can just make an account with an email address yeah. and you can upload whatever you want. But because verification wasn't mandatory, people were still uploading content that wasn't theirs. And also people were uploading content that couldn't necessarily be traced back to somebody. So if something got uploaded that was not consensual, right. it's very difficult to track down yep. the person that did it. 
and make sure it doesn't happen again. Sure. This is why you never make a sex tape. Right. Have you ever made a sex tape? Nope. I did once. Okay. This was probably... The, the dude didn't appreciate it? You uploading it to the... <laughs> <laughs> Did I revenge porn my dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I just remember, like, you know, when you're a comic, you, uh, I, I mean, everybody had to have a camcorder back in the day. Sure. It's before iPhones. Yep. And I was like, the best investment I will tell anybody to make in Hollywood is get your first tape. Not your sex tape. Yeah. Your first eight minutes on tape. Yeah. Because I, I remember filming an eight-minute set, and, dude, this is back in the old days, like, before when you had to go get an agent. Yeah. You would go make these VHS copies. Right. And I remember those laundry bags. I filled up a laundry bag with, like, 80 VHS copies of that <laughs> eight-minute killer set, okay. which is probably garbage now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> sent them out, right. got me an agent, got me a bunch of commercials. It was the best investment I made. But I nice. remember at the time, that camcorder, that thing cost me 1600 bucks. Yeah, man. Anyway, it was the the DV tape. And I'm dating this girl. The BB tape? The DV The little mini DV tapes. I know what it is. And the girl was like, uh, With the we? stupid fucking adapter that you need yeah, for VHS. yeah. She's like, do you want to uh, make a movie? And I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> She's oh. like, something we could watch back together. Yeah. So the problem is, when you're an amateur, yeah. and you have one camera. That, that I think I feel like that should have been one of the top searches was amateur. Points. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. But the point is, amateur is very tough to watch because you only have one camera. You're not a professional. Right. There's lighting issues, <clears throat> and you just put it on a tripod, and all you see is a uh, bed. Yeah. You know, against the wall. Something very sexy about that. And and no good angles. (laughs) It's okay. You know, I still have that tape. Let's let's watch it after this. I might have to pull it out. I haven't seen it. Put it up on Pornhub. (laughs) Verified (laughs) or unverified. (laughs) I'll do it if I can blur my face out. You can blur both your faces out and your dick. I don't even remember her full name, so I should probably (laughs) do it though, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Okay. Uh, no, I'm not blurring out my dick. <laughs> it's the best feature. Yeah, so anyway, don't don't ever make a sex tape is the bottom line. You think it's going to come out great. You know, you think it's going to bring you closer together. Well, you obviously... You never watch, go back and watch that You never tape. go back and watch it. And not only that, once the shit goes south... It's liability. It's the first DM you get when yeah. you destroy the tape. Yeah. And yeah. you have to trust that they will destroy the tape. <laughs> Did you get that DM? I did get that DM. And now she said, will you destroy the tape? Yeah. Do you yeah. think I destroyed the tape? I don't think you said yes. I think you're like, nope, I'm not destroying shit. Bitch. No, I said, you got it. I'll destroy it. Oh, Do you think I went see. time to go through no. like 38 uh, tapes of me doing fucking no. sets at the Ha Ha no. Cafe <laughs> in between looking for uh, uh, a 48-minute lovemaking session? Because nope. by the way, it wasn't a seven-minute. No, it was an eight minutes also. <laughs> it was <Bullshit>. 48. <laughs> One agent was like, what the fuck is this? You're hired. You're hired, kid. <laughs> You've got the stuff. Uh, I, I don't see you for comedy, but I have another role for you. Um, that's the only sex tape I've ever made. Anyway, uh, Cherry says, you know, we have been wanting strict, verified only users for all of these tube sites for a long time. We don't. Tube. This is funny. She says, we don't want other garbage people on a site that we're putting our content on. <laughs> garbage. People, <laughs> garbage people. Like I love that word. Though. I love it too, but it's like garbage person. You can't be uh, bitch. Porn. You're garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you can't just jump in porn and think you're not a garbage person. Yeah. Uh, no, no, eh, no. I'm not gonna say all porn people are garbage, but a lot of people are garbage. I mean, sure. By, by the way, good. the thing I find interesting, What's that? and it's a common thing, 
is that people are in porn. Gonorrhea. Okay. (laughs) All complain that it's so hard to have a relationship with a normal human being. I think that that's obvious. Right. But it's, you know, it's a big deal. They all, I mean, many that I've talked to professionals Mm -hmm. have said it's a very lonely occupation because I can't find true love. Well, yeah, and it's hard. It's like like you're going to meet the perfect guy, and he's going to be like, uh, yeah, go ahead and bang 48 guys this week, and I'll see you Friday night with a flowers and a box of chocolates, yeah. Yeah. and everything's yeah. going to be fine. Yeah. yeah, You really have to find that person that's like... Also in porn. Damaged. <laughs> and says, what do I got to yeah. lose? Just like, one of the, just like that joke from Chappelle. It's like, one of yous can't be a crackhead. All right, is that rock also? That might be rock, which is one of you can't be a crackhead. But if both of you crackhead, you live forever. You live together forever. It's true. Together. Yeah. It's so true. It's yeah. like when somebody gets sober yeah. and then the other person doesn't, right. it doesn't last. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to Noelle. She says, many people with the company and many, many performers have been advocating for mandatory verification for years. And generally, this response was, we're working on it. It's happening eventually. Sit tight. That kind of thing. Yeah. And that was said throughout my time here, which was three years, but the vast majority of pub Pornhub's content was unverified. And content, right. of course, is how they make money. Yeah. Well, let's meet a woman by the name of Danny Painter. Mm. Senior <laughs> legal Painter, barely know her. Excuse right, me, Pinter. All right, Pinter. Senior legal counsel of Nicosi, which is an acronym, and we'll get to it in a second. She says, with free content, you have a lot of people motivated by some really sick stuff. Right. Yeah, revenge, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> fucking quicksand <laughs> you, porn. You're never going to fucking leave me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I knew the name Pornhub because it's pretty much a household name. It's just sort of like, I know what Kellogg's is. Like, I knew what it was. And then when I was at Nicosi, I first heard the name MindGeek. Nicosi stands for the National Center of Sexual Exploitation. Hmm. And it's our mission to expose this interweb of sexual exploitation and advocate for survivors. Because it really is irrelevant what your faith background is, what your political beliefs are. Everyone can be unified on this issue that no one should be sexually exploited. Right. Sounds legit. I, I agree. We've been researching Pornhub and MindGeek for years, so I had tons of research. I delved into how the site worked. I had countless screenshots of some horrific things. Right. But the trafficking hub campaign completely changed the game. Do you remember this? No. Okay, well, it was headed up by a woman named Lila Micklewaite. She was on, okay. on the Twitters and the Grams. Right. And you see her, and she says, Lila Micklewaite here with an update on the trafficking hub campaign. A quick one. Is Um, that like human trafficking? Yeah. Okay. Um, Things are moving along. We continue to gain gain traction. A lot is happening behind the scenes. Now, at this point, we see a series of her tweets, and it says, shut it down. Pornhub is trafficking hub. Yeah. Shut down big porn. Uh, As the word is getting out, people are emailing me and DMing me with evidence of illegal content they found on Pornhub. A 12-year-old rape victim, 16-year-old, 15-year-old, 14-year-old child. Now, we also see people protesting and hear them shouting, shut it down. Well, Dana, she says, it was such a viral movement. It reached so many people that had never reached before. And Lila, you know, she's just an ally in the movement, but she had a special gift. And we see her, Lila, and she says, today I'm excited to announce the launch of the Trafficking Hub crowdfund crowdfunding campaign. Hmm. 
I'm just going to be honest with you and frank about this. We are taking on a mega corporation, a company that makes hundreds of millions of dollars every year, much of which is on the backs of real victims. Go to traffickinghub.com, sign the petition. Together, we're going to shut this down. We've reached 5,000 signatures. Recently, we've got up to 800,000 signatures. This is a global movement. We just reached 2 million signatures on the petition to shut down Pornhub and hold its executives accountable for complicity in the sex trafficking, Mm -hmm. the rape, the abuse, and the assault. And this is interesting. They lead with men. Mm. The assault of men, women, and children. Mm. While Asa Akira, she says, in the time I've been in porn... I've seen so many of these campaigns come and go. Yeah. Well, Lila says Pornhub is infested with videos of the real rape and the trafficking of women and children. Now, for the record, mm-hmm. I've never come across any of this. Neither have I. About six, four years ago, mm-hmm. I started seeing fucking dicks and tits, and I was like, "How did this get in my algorithm?" <laughs> okay. okay. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Maybe I maybe I googled a pegging video. It's possible. Maybe. But now, all of a sudden, it's. It's a free-for-all. Yeah. And yeah. I've had to be like, I don't want to see this. Right. So I've never seen rape. I've never seen right, any, right. Uh, and maybe it's just because, again, I'm- I've seen some groping. There's tons of groping. I like groping. Groping, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I like groping. But is it is it stage groping? It's stage groping. Okay, so it's yeah, not- yeah. It's stage groping. Because here's so what's weird. My brother and I, we used yeah. to drive down uh, the Greenbelt in our hometown. And, and do some voyeurism videos? No, we'd grope. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we would grope. Oh, no, he's gross. Don't look at me like that and lick your lips we were We're full-blown gropes. <laughs> I gropes my gobes. Gropes my gobes on fucking, um, you know. Fuck, that's creepy. You know when you would. How have, old were you, though? 12. 9 or 10, oh, 11. Yeah, yeah. You know when you'd be kind on like just, your. You're not groping. You're like, you're. We call it goosing. You can't, You just, you're running your hand by the No, side. no, no. We would call it goosing. Oh, boy. Goosing was a thing in goosing the 80s. Goosing is sticking like your fists up their butt kind of. What you do. <laughs> not like, like well, through their pants. No, what you do Goose is you them. would, you somebody would be on the bike mm-hmm. and somebody would be on the peg standing on the back of the okay. bike so they had a free hand. Yeah. <laughs> and you'd get over to them and my brother would be like, Gooser. And I just slap my hand on the ass. Yeah. And they'd be like, what are you doing? Ah, you stupid kids. Ah. But see, it was a different time. It was a different time. I mean, it wasn't even a thought of sexual assault. It was more about just like, let's go goosing, bro. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Get some candy and and go goosing. And I'm sure at some point, (laughs) let's get some gay farmers. Let's get some Abba Zabba's and go goosing. Yeah. Give me a big chunk. Put me on the back (laughs) of the pegs and we're goosing until we drop. Yeah, you're goosing But my point is... I never consected, uh, connected it with sexual assault. Right. It was just being a fucking stupid kid. No, you kind of thought that that was wrong, though. Didn't have any clue. Uh, and you and stopped then, when, you th- when you realized it was wrong? I think I stopped when my parents were like, what did you guys 18, do today? <laughs> we were like, just went goosing. They were like, what's goosing? You know, <laughs> dad, slapping. <laughs> slapping some ass. Yeah. Ah, oh, boy. So, anyway. Kids will be kids. Yeah. And I think that uh, you know, every once in a while, you got to... You know, rub a knuckle against the fucking ass every once in a while. Sometimes at Coachella. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's, that's you're in a party drug atmosphere. That's that fucking, just happened. Just yeah, I'm fisting but people. This, this used to be a huge problem, and um, what do you call it? The grunge scene. Yeah. And people would body surf, and you oh, know, yeah. there was a whole wi- women's a, movement where they're like, just because I'm surfing doesn't mean you can surf through yeah. my anal cavity. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it yeah. is gross. I've seen it happen. Oh yeah. 
Anyway, let's get back to Lila. You know, she claims that porn is infested with rape trafficking of women and children. Well, also, Kira says trafficking. women, and children. She doesn't say men this Uh, time. Trafficking Hub was scary because it hit a lot of people. It really got a lot of traction. It's really, really frustrating because they really often know how to pull people in by like talking about these really sad stories of actual sex trafficking. Okay. But those stories have nothing to do with and us as an industry. Right. More of Lila's tweets. This very day, a victim contacted me about underage illegal videos of their child sexual abuse currently on Pornhub against their will. Her abuse has over 2 million views on Pornhub. Pornhub is complicit in the sex trafficking and rape of women and children. No men this time. Male reporter. Pornhub has become the global epicenter of internet pornography. The company makes hundreds of millions of dollars through ad revenue, data collection, premium subscription, and it's blatantly enabling and profiting from rape, sexual abuse, and child sex trafficking. Well, Asakura says, usually when I see this, it's like, ugh, just wait for it to blow over, that kind of thing. But this case, it seemed like it was making a big splash. And people in my personal life were texting me like, hey, is this true? Does Pornhub allow child pornography? And it was scary to me that like people in my real life were questioning that. We see more tweets. Crime scene was uploaded to Pornhub, made downloadable, and her trauma was monetized with ads. Pornhub intentionally featured this video so it could get over 6 million views with no proof of age or consent. Mm. Today, I saw a video on Pornhub of a drug girl being raped. Mm. Well, back to Danny Pinter. She says, all of the research and stuff that she brought to light, many of us had been talking about. We tried to get the word out, but she had a special gift for packaging it in a way that was easy to understand. Yeah. And when seen on Twitter and someone's pointing out this is a real person, then the victims are coming forward and saying, that's my video. It shakes everyone up. And that's what she was able to do that no one had done before. And certainly because she was such a powerful advocate on behalf of those victims coming forward and speaking about this so eloquently, it made room for us to articulate that in our cases. So we're bringing sex trafficking claims and alleging that Pornhub knows that there are traffickers intentionally creating this content for their site or knowingly distributing child pornography on their site. They know that. Mm-hmm. They're facilitating it intentionally because they know that there is a demand for it. They're marketing it all because they're profiting from it. Yeah. And so knowingly profiting from sex trafficking is what we believe they are liable for. You have a 14-year-old girl saying, I was raped, and my rape was has been on Pornhub for years. I requested it to be removed, and no one helped me. Wow. Not the police, not the website. Interesting. For long, no one has cared. And then, finally... I always thought it was like so easy to just have it removed. Apparently not. I guess not. Well, finally, Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Nick Kristoff saw the Trafficking Hub campaign and was concerned. This is Danny speaking. I spoke with him a few times and was able to point him in the right direction. And I think he wasn't sure this could be as bad as it seemed. But unfortunately, once you see the site and once you see the evidence, you can't deny it. Well, let's meet uh, Nicholas Kristof, columnist, New York Times. He says, when I started reporting this, my hope was there would be nothing to write about. 
that I'd look into it and it would be to turn out to be murky or exaggerated. And there really wasn't a story there. But the more I looked, the more I felt this was something, something that the public should be aware of. And that if the public were aware of it, you know, people would not like the idea of a major company behaving in this way. So I reached out to Pornhub pretty early to speak to executives. And Pornhub was not particularly responsive. The CEO refused to speak to me. Yeah. But the more I explored, the more aghast I became because I found just too many cases of kids whose worst moments were preserved in amber mm. on Pornhub in ways that were going to be devastating for the rest of their yeah. lives. Yeah. It was about six months that I spent <sighs> trying to get survivors to talk about it. Selena Flaites was a young woman who told me her story. It was devastating. At 14, she was an eighth grader who had a crush on a boy who was a year older. He asked her for a naked video, and she sent him a naked video. He asked for another. She sent another. Another after that. Then kids started looking at her and smirking. Somebody put those videos on Pornhub. Jesus. One had 400,000 views. Jesus. She says to Pornhub, remove them. Sometimes it did. Sometimes it didn't. And when it did remove them, then somebody else would immediately upload it again. Well, now, I'm assuming this is because people are downloading it. Sure. And this is like the LimeWire thing. Yeah. And Pornhub made money off this. They ran ads on this. This yeah, is what drove me to write the piece. Uh, back to Mike. Okay. He says, I read it the morning it came out, and honestly, I thought this is all smoke, no fire. And I didn't think much of it at first. Well, Christoph continues, Pornhub prides itself on being the cheery, winking face of Naughty, the website that buys a billboard in Times Square and provides snow plows to clear Boston streets. It donates to organizations fighting for racial equality and offers steamy content free to get people through COVID-19 shutdowns. <laughs> Remember when they did that big campaign where it was like, for one day, everything's free? No. Oh, you, yeah, I, I remember, remember that. that. It was like free porn day. I wonder if that was like a date because of Pornhub day or something. Okay, yeah, cool. anyway, that supposedly, that supposedly wholesome Pornhub attracts 3.5 billion visits a month. Wow. More than Netflix, Yahoo, or Amazon. Yeah. That surprised me. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's the top like five website in the world. Oh, you're going to get the number. Pornhub ranks in money from almost, or rakes in money from almost 3 billion ad impressions a day. One rankings list has Pornhub as the 10 month most visited site in, on the World Wide Web. Yeah. Uh, and there's another side of the company. Its site is infested with rape videos. It monetizes okay. child rape. Jesus. So he's reading from his article here. Yeah. Well, Mike says, obviously, in the ensuing days, I was wrong because it became a phenomenon. This article went viral. I missed it because I was probably on Pornhub. Right. Because I yeah. do not recall this. Um, well, back to Martin, the journalist from The Logic. He says, the New York Times did what the New York Times does. They have incredible resources. They spend an ordinate amount of time and did a character-driven column, and it was a bombshell. Well, Noel says, I'd left Pornhub at that point, but I still work vaguely in the industry. So obviously I saw the article. It was everywhere. Right, it right. was shared with everyone. Dozens of people sent it to me. And Gwenadora chimes in and says, I remember seeing this Twitter kerkuffle 
on my phone and just like all the, all the people talking about this article and all the people saying like, this is bullshit. We see some of these tweet highlights. Go be a whore somewhere else. Yeah. Sex work isn't work. Disagree. Hard disagree for me personally. Sex work is work. It's all work. Yeah. You leave the house, you get in your car, you're spending money, you flip it on the light switch. You're working. You're filling you're up. You're paying the, taxes. You're working. Buddy, you're pulling up the ejaculation jizz shooter. Yep. Somebody's got to pay for that fake jizz. That's right. Somebody's got to make it to sell yeah. it to you. Well, Natasha Dream says, I just thought of it as another attack. You know, I have so many attacks personally that I'm like, I can't take on that attack right now. Let me handle my own stuff first. Yeah. Back to Cherry. It's a nightmare for us. Because when you present two unrelated things as being closely related in a paper that everyone's going to believe, what happens? Well, exactly what you think would happen and exactly what did happen. The public sees it and they're outraged because it is outrageous and it is horrible and it's something that nobody wants. And then they say, this is trash and we need to eliminate it. We see these more tweets. Pornhub needs to cease to exist, period. Every last person who works for Pornhub needs to go to prison. When you support Pornhub, you're supporting child trafficking. Porn is human trafficking. Asa, they neglect to see that sex work and sex trafficking are two different complete things. Right. Sex work, by definition, is done with consent. Yeah. And it's not done. If it's not done with consent, it's rape. Right. It's illegal. It's unethical, and that's not what we do. Right. Christoph uh, is still reading from his article. He says, I don't see any neat solution, but aside from limiting immunity so that companies are incentivized to behave better, here are three possible steps that would help. One, allow only verified users to post videos. Mm -hmm. Two, prohibit downloads. Right. Three, increase moderation. Siri Doll, a prominent porn star who does business with Pornhub, told me my three proposals are, and then she cuts him off and says, insanely responsible. Yeah. So Nick had contacted me asking for an interview about Pornhub. Ultimately, I told him everything I know to be true. That is my experience. I'm a survivor of abuse, which I told Nick in our phone interview. I told him about my own experience with sexual abuse, which happened before I was ever in the porn industry. And I also communicated to him, like one of my favorite things about the industry that I work in is the fact we care about consent and the fact that I have full bottle, bodily autonomy at all times in the industry. Right. Like there's no question in my mind about that. And there never has been. One of the things I was very clear with him about when uh, he read those three steps is this is what people in the porn industry have been asking for. But if we admit that it's a moderation problem, then we have to admit it's a problem that's internet wide, which it is. Yeah. Because there's far more instances of child sexual abuse. I mean, it's still a kind of a cop out because you can essentially fix a lot of this with more moderation. We're going to get to that. Yeah. You're going to find this interesting. And also, there's also algorithms that can find duplicates. And I know that's only been around for maybe a couple of years, really. Right. But well, now with AI? But, well, yeah, yeah. It's a whole other game now. She finishes and says, because there's far more instances of child sexual abuse material being reported on, like Facebook and mainstream social media, 
than there is on actual porn sites. Now, that's interesting to me. Yeah, Twitter has a shit ton of porn. Reddit has a shit ton of porn. Yeah, I see it on Twitter. Um, I mean, Instagram, I don't see it. You know, there's I don't really a, see it on Instagram. A lot of yoga. Yeah. Lot of yoga a lot pants. of yoga pants. A lot <laughs> so, of yoga pants. A lot of big booty Latinas. Uh, here's Christoph finishing uh, his article. He says, if PayPal can suspend corporate cooperation with Pornhub, so can American Express, MasterCard, and Visa. Well, Siri says, when he outlined those steps, if he had said, do you think it's reasonable for Pornhub to lose their ability to process payments? I would have been like, no, because it would be near impossible for someone to upload illegal content via a verified model account, which is the only way it would have to be uploaded for them to sell it using the payment processing on Pornhub. So all it does is affect my ability and the ability of people in my industry to make a living. Well, Mike, uh, the porn industry advocate, he says, so MasterCard and Visa pulled their processing from Pornhub. Is this Mike from Mike's apartment? I don't know. Okay. Um, He says the idea that somebody was claiming, oh, children are being sold on your site using credit cards for a global brand that was like, we obviously can't be associated with this. We can't have a whiff of this. Well, Martin uh, Patrick Quinn, he says, so Pornhub came out and removed a bunch of content, which is not to say that those videos they took down were non-consensual. The vast majority of cases, they probably weren't. Now, they claimed that they removed over 10 million videos. Yep. So if you saw a little dipperoo, and oh, yeah. around <laughs> if you went <laughs> in my in my saved videos if you went digging for grandma's drawers all my part videos nine, go? and you couldn't find them yeah uh that's what happened yeah they took them down yeah oh, this makes sense well the reality is less content of course equals less profit sure so the fact they did that when they did it suggests to me that's the nuclear option right excuse me Nuclear. 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 <laughs> Nuclear. Nuclear. <laughs> Nuclear. You get rid of this stuff when it's absolutely necessary. Before then, you let it ride because we're making money off of it. Mike says, in some ways, they took on the wrong company. Pornhub doesn't actually sell a whole lot of content directly on its sites. Most of the money that Pornhub made came from banner advertising or affiliate sales. They show a few of these advertisers. You ever heard of Chatterbait? Oh yeah. Have you ever used Chatterbait? Uh, I've, I've been, I've used it before. Yeah. What is it? Cause I always see it come up. It's basically like, um, sort of like chat roulette, which is like uh, one of those things where you just sign in, you have your video on and then uh-huh. you hit search and it just matches you with somebody. But you're paying for this. No. No, oh, chat, Chatterbait's free? It can be, I think. Unless Chatterbait's the one where it's just chicks showing their vag. I thought Chatterbait was one of the ones where it's basically like a roulette, like a chat thing where you yeah. have your video on, the other person has their video on, and you hit search, and it's usually a dude on the other side. The one I keep seeing all the time are these uh, anime, animes, oh, the- and they're like... Do you think you can last 10 seconds? Yeah, yeah. Fucking. In this game? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you can't come in. Th- this game will make you come in 30 seconds. <laughs> it's like a dare. Yeah. You're like, I will make it 12 seconds, yeah. but I'm going to have to pay you $20 to find out. Yeah. Uh, I've never done it. There's Jerkmate. Jerkmate I've heard of. Yeah, that's the one that's <laughs> a lot of the most recent one is Jerkmate. 
but again, not Check to pay They one. finally got like a decent chick to be their, their fucking advertisement. There's chick. Fuck Bay. Yeah, I don't remember Fuck Bay. It's like modeled after eBay. It even looks like the eBay logo. Okay. Great. I wonder if they've got a cease and desist. Uh, this was interesting. And then they showed Devour Foods. Devour Foods? Yes. What is that? Like, okay. Oh, you're talking about like the edible underwear? No. Oh. It has nothing <laughs> to do with sex. Okay. It is my go-to frozen food uh, cheat. Oh, well, that's for sure. That's because you b- purchased it a bunch of times. I'm wondering if I purchased it because I was on Pornhub, but I cannot <laughs> stop buying. That's hilarious. I can't stop buying their mac and cheese with wow. applewood smoked bacon. Wow, that's hilarious. Because who doesn't like, you know, eating Apple. a TV dinner after a marathon <laughs> jack session? <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? Just be careful of that hot cheese. <laughs> so, if you haven't had it... Yeah. Go out and buy yourself the Applewood smoked bacon mac, mac and cheese from Devour Foods. It comes in a black box. <laughs> it's a discreet black box. Dude, it's probably black and orange. It is black and orange, <laughs> just like Pornhub. <laughs> oh, my God. It all it's makes sublim, sense now. It's that sublim. Wow. Sublimination. Wow. Well, back to these banner ads and affiliate sites. Neither of these require credit card to operate on the platform. So the people who really got hurt were individual performers. Let me just back up because I got a little sidetracked with my Jack and cheese. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Most of the people that Pornhub made came from banner advertising or affiliate sales, neither of which require a credit card to operate on the platform. So the people who really got hurt were individual performers. Right. The small people selling direct to the consumers because that's where the consumers were. Well, we see multiple Twitter and Instagram videos of various porn performers. Porn performers like me depend on platforms like Pornhub to pay. You're taking food out of people's mouths. This is how people pay their rent and pay their bills. MasterCard pulling payment processing from Pornhub is not helping one victim terrified that they're going to do this to other sites. I should have a right to post online and exist online. Please listen to us. We need support sex workers. We need to support sex workers. People that are uploading child pornography are not content creators. Another tweet. This sounds right. If you think Pornhub is bad, you're going to really hate where people go. After it shut down. Yeah. Dave, tell us yes. about that place. What yeah. is that place Porneasy.com. Porneasy.com. Yeah. <clears throat> That's where they're going, baby. Uh, back to Montreal and MindGeek headquarters. It's time to we- meet Whitney Burgoyne, mm-hmm. who is a former MindGeek employee. Hmm. And she says, I got hired at MindGeek in August 2019, and I transitioned to a role in HR in 2020. Mm-hmm. The article came to my attention. When I went to work virtually that day, of course, it's COVID. And everybody's like, what are we, what's going on? And uh, I just remember wondering how much of this is true. But there was really no way for me to know. A lot of people reliant on what management was willing to say about it were reliant, I should say. And it wasn't a whole lot. All we were told was none of this is true. But it's a big article in the New York Times. And it's very hard to reconcile those things. Yep. But I think what they were really responding to was the tone of the article. Right. How it was so accusatory 
and painting them like they were doing it on purpose. Right. That was really the part that they minded. And that was really a shame because I think it would have been better in that moment to give some guidance. Right, right. But I think they were hoping that everything was going to calm down and blow over, especially the big move, bringing down all that content. Suddenly, everybody was super stressed out. Well, we have a reporter who says, the website Pornhub is promising to take action. The first change includes allowing only verified users to upload content. Secondly, they will ban downloading videos. Sorry, Dave. Oh, and third, it's always a workaround. And third is to add more moderations. Um, Whitney says, so in January, they started to make some moves and tried to diminish the number of people on staff. And in February, they went to the hearing at the Canadian Parliament. Now, that's a little different how it works up there in Canada, Dave. Yeah, they I got, know. They, they, got, they, don't, they don't have free speech up there. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. It's just not as free. free. <laughs> so, by the way, we are going to cover an episode in the future uh, about a man that was a Holocaust denier. Oh, great. It was tried in Canada. It's uh-huh. great. I don't, uh, uh, don't want to spoil it for you, but I've been, been <laughs> but working on it. But he gets executed. <laughs> yeah, he's dead. <laughs> they have the Canadian House of Commons. Right. Let's check in on the Canadian House of Commons, February 5th, 2021. So this is still during COVID. So they're doing all this virtually. And the Canadian moderator, he's on a Zoom call, and he says, today's meeting is televised and will be made available via the House of Commons website. Now, pursuant to the motion adopted by the committee on Friday, the committee is resuming its study on the protection of privacy and reputation on platforms such as Pornhub. Well, Martin uh, Patrickwin from The Logic says, so the parliamentary hearings were held in winter 2021, looking into issues of privacy around companies like MindGeek, basically looking into MindGeek because MindGeek's Canadian and what the hell's going on? Well, it's time to meet the CEO who, of course, our buddy Nick reached out to and couldn't get answers from. Right. His name is Ferris Antoon. Okay. And we see him on video and he says, good afternoon, my name is Ferris Antoon. I'm the chief executive officer of Less Enterprises, MindGeek Canada. Uh, my name is Ferris Antoon. Uh, with me is David T- Tassilo. He's the CEO, excuse me, the COO, and Corey Ullman, Vice President of Production Management, mm. video sharing platform. As a leader in this industry, we share the committee's concern about the spread of unlawful content online and about the non-consensual sharing of intimate images. It goes against everything we stand for at MindGeek and Pornhub. House of Commons, guy, unidentified, he says, so on December 14th, 80% of your content came down from your site. Is that correct? How much? 80%. Holy shit. That's the 10 million, bro. But I didn't know there was only fucking 12 million videos in in the thing or whatever. Apparently. 14 million, that's crazy. So he says illegal content, and Ferris says, nope. I said unverified uploaders. That's the, we only have content today from verified uploaders. The content we removed is because we do not have, it was 
It was uploaded by people who were not verified. Right. House of Commons guy. Do you have a specific number on the amount of content that was removed? David jumps in. It's in the ballpark of 9 to 10 million. Mm-hmm. And we're making it so that we want everyone that uploads to our site to basically have a... Um, we want to have an ID on them. Right. So we know who they are. So we can add further detriment. Canada loves that. <laughs> we can add further deterrence. Dude, I think it would be worse if it was in the United States. Okay. That's, I might be wrong, mm-hmm. but I, I could see the politicking on this so much bigger than what I saw with the House of Commons. You know, you know, everybody's up for re-election. You know, every two years in Congress, there's so many people that would have just jumped on and you know got into this just so they could grandstand for re-election. It's right. a major issue. Yeah, and it's surprising that it's one of the biggest consumable products in the United States, mm-hmm. and of course, it's Canadian-owned. Yeah. So anyway, he says we want ID on them. Uh, and we hope people that are providing adult entertainment and any form of entertainment for people in the world follow our lead. So the guy says, has MindGeek or any of a, at least 48 of its subsidiaries ever monetized child sexual abuse and non-consexual material? Well, David answers and he says, our standards are very clear. We won't allow anything to do with CSAM. Do you know what that is? No. Stands for child sexual abuse material. Good. Didn't even know there was an acronym acronym for Man. it. We want nothing to do. C Sam. C Sam. <laughs> we want nothing to do with non consensual. C Sam. You can't rape these kids anymore. <laughs> C Sam run. C Sam walk. <laughs> C Sam's fucking retarded. It is possible that people committing crimes are able to circumvent our systems, similar to security on a home. Or security at a bank. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Yes. You put multiple levels of security in place and deterrence in place. But if a criminal... Is that how it is now for Pornhub? You can only upload videos if you're verified? We're going to get there. Okay. But if a criminal still... I feel like that's how it is for most most porn sites. But if a criminal still... Oh, because that's what your people do. No, because if you go on people's (laughs) accounts... Dave, they're like, is this really you, Dave? (laughs) Now, hold on. In this picture, you're... You'll be able to find me. (laughs) If you knew my old Quake name, you'll be able to find me on there. But uh, the point is, um, yes, if you go onto people's sites, like let's say if you go to... uh, like They have a like X videos. If you see somebody's got a good video... Back to X videos. If you see somebody who has a good video, you click on their profile and see if they've uploaded other videos. Yeah. And a lot of times what you see... The first couple of videos uh-huh. is like a verification video. It's a video of them just holding up a fucking thing that right. says X videos on it. Right. Just because that sometimes be sexy too. That's their first video. <laughs> sometimes be sexy. What gets me hard? Her first day on set. <laughs> yeah. I want to see her when she's nervous. She's nervous. Look at how nervous she is. No makeup. Oh my God. Anyway, he says criminals are going to break the law, uh, but it's been a constant evolution in our company. Uh, we are um, uh, had human moderation available on our sites when it was a word that wasn't even, it didn't even exist. When Facebook and any of the other main platforms in the world never used it, these are the things that we started. We right. weren't public about it, 
but these are things that we have done since the beginning. Well, Noel says there were moderators. I don't really know how that worked. I know that there was more content being uploaded onto the site. So... Uh, well, she I, didn't know how moderators work? I actually can't talk, really. Oh, no. This is really getting to shady legal territory. Oh, my God. Um, and then she trails off. Ah, oh, pussy. So the interviewer says, to start, can you tell me why you've decided to share your story? Well, it's time to meet an unidentified male. Voice disguised. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You know that when you're doing the voice, you don't have to also know, do the voice. I know, I know. It's making it worse. I know, okay, talk okay, normally. Okay, okay. Uh, I was a moderator. <laughs> I were, okay, okay. Wow, that's a really big dart stuck in my neck. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? Oh. That's so Hello, good. darkness, my <laughs> old friend. All right, put me back on. You're crazy. <laughs> You're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> Some of the moderation happened in Canada, but most of it happened in Cyprus. When I worked there, there was a little over 30 moderators. Every moderator had to review 700 videos a day. But it was Whoa, expected. That's pretty. That's pretty heavy. But it was expected for us to do more. <laughs> Keep it off. Now, okay. I'm watching it at this point, and I'm like, can you imagine being in a room, watching 700 videos? It's like, how does orientation go? They're like, here's your desk. Uh, here's your computer. Here's your, ja uh, your wet wipe jack bag. And, um, of course, um, we don't have time for you to go running back and forth to the, the bathroom. So we just put a jack bucket under your sink. Ugh. Is uh, you cool with that? Yeah. Now, see, I mean, these guys probably have like a fucking uh, like a. I, I want to see Pornhub's SOP. What's sta SOP? Standard operating procedures. Uh huh. For how a guide like you're teaching a new moderator on the job. Yeah. How do you? What do you do? How do you search the thing? What? <clears throat> what are the things you're looking for? Well, and here's the other thing. Can you have straight guys watch? Um, tranny porn, or do you yeah, have I mean, to get transsexuals to yeah, watch transgender porn? I don't really know porn? what this answer is, but I think really it's just everybody's just kind of watching everything, and you kind of just get through it. You kind of just click around a couple times, and but at some point you get desensitized. I'm sure you do. I mean, it's got. Would it negatively affect your day to day There's, sex life? I can watch. Honey, don't bring your work home. <laughs> I could watch porn without getting an erection. You can. Yes. Because you've already blown your load to me. No, but I'm just saying I can, I can sit there and watch porn and not get an erection if I'm just sitting here watching porn with you. Well, yeah, because I'm in the room. Exactly. Right. So if I'm at work, uh, chances are I could probably get through watching porn. Imagine like during COVID though, when you're everybody's working from home. Oh boy. And not and, showering. And then they're like, not only are they, they're, I guess they're moderating videos, but like they're like, hey, come over, I got the good shit. Yeah. I was like. The shit that nobody can see. 
I can help you get through and it's COVID, like, bro. And it's, I mean, look, at some point, you know, if it's like CP child porn or something like that, and you see it, you got to delete it. But like, you got to flag you it. You saw it. Yeah, I know. You and know what I mean? then aren't you going to suffer some sort like, of PTSD? You saw it, dude. Yeah. What if you, what if you started liking it? No, no, no. I'm okay, not saying okay. that, but you know what I mean. But what if you saw and you got PTSD? Or whatever. Then is. can you go to HR and be it feels, like, it feels I need, illegal just looking at it. Right. But you go to HR and say, I'm going to sue you yeah. because you've given me PTSD. You made me watch child porn. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine the consent forms you have to sign up on that job? Yeah. Well, let's get back to Danny because she's got an opinion on this moderation. She's, of course, seeing the legal counsel of Nicosi. Um, each of these moderators were tasked with viewing 800 to 1,000 videos per eight-hour shift. That's impossible. It's a pretty... I mean, obviously, each one's... It's impossible, but you're clicking through it. For she, sure. Exactly. She you're, says, going like a, you're going a video a minute. <coughs> she more. says they're fast-forwarding. 30 seconds. They're skipping yeah. without sound. Mm. Now, that's key because sometimes the women or children in the video are crying oh, and God. yelling, saying no. Oh, God. Or stop, and they can't catch it mm. because mm. the sound's off. Unidentified male voice discussed. We were scrubbing through videos as fast as we could. Even if we thought we were being diligent with our work, we would still miss a few videos every now and then. Well, Danny says, they proudly boasted that every single video is reviewed. But to put it in perspective, Pornhub has traffic similar to these big social media websites. Imagine coming back on Friday, <clears throat> coming back on Monday. <clears throat> oh my God, I got to watch 700 videos in three minutes. How am I going to do that? Oh, watch them all. <laughs> Press the button. I'll watch them all. Ninth, you know, most trafficked website in the world conservatively. Damn. See, I, I just forget that it's that big. Yeah, man. You know? Uh, Facebook had 15,000 moderators. Yeah. Uh, and that was for a site that isn't primarily centered around sexually explicit content, right? right. And they still have 15,000 moderators who we find out they're completely overwhelmed. Unidentified male. I can't really tell from a video the age of somebody. It's really hard thing to determine if a 17-year-old is more than 18. They could be 14, or they could be 19. Basically, we would guess. Then my marriage would decide the Take it down, or if it would go live again. The rules constantly changed. Okay, 14 to 19, bro? Yeah. That's pretty, a pretty big, well, pretty it big is. window. It's a pretty big window. They go from 6 to 25. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're looking for a black suspect between the sizes of 4, 7, and 6, 11. Uh, well, it's time to meet Yota Suarez. Ooh. Um, she is the senior VP and general counsel at NICMIC, another acronym. Uh. Which stands, like for, their acronyms. which stands for the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Oh, boy. 
She says, I don't like that one either. Yeah. She says, when you're operating a business like a pornography website, you just have to have incredibly stringent compliance, content moderation, and user restrictions involved in that. I can't overstate that enough, especially when it's an online business. Right. So Nick Mick is a private, non-profit organization. Great. We've got a basic mission. Money laundering. <laughs> We'll get to that. <laughs> oh, no. Don't tell me. It's kind of sketch. Uh. Which is to help find missing children, reduce child sexual exploitation, and, and? prevent child victimization. Oh. They're on the level at this point. Uh. We've, uh, we've got a lot of companies and nonprofit organizations that report to us. So a survivor very well might be working with an organization and say, my image, my video is here on Pornhub or on another website. And we would facilitate that nonprofit making a report on that incident on behalf of the client or survivor that they're working with. So they're they're giving money and saying to this nonprofit, we believe you, what do we need to do to help you take it down? Yeah. Or resources, I should say, who knows it's financial. Right. Well, Danny, who is of course with Nicosi, says a survivor came to us with what happened to her. She went on a date with someone who was much older. She was a minor. He drugged and raped her oh and filmed her. Yeah. And the next thing you know, cool. the video was on Pornhub. Not cool. She requested multiple times over the years to have it removed. Over the years, Jesus. But the whistleblower we spoke to actually said that they would have a backlog of like six months. Unidentified male. We have thousands of takedown requests. We don't really go through them in time. Many videos that should have been taken down stayed up for months. <laughs> Why are we laughing? It's months. That's bad. <laughs> this is how we shouldn't be laughing, but it's fucking hilarious. The voices are funny. I can't reconcile the two. Yoda Suarez says, so there is a U.S. law that requires online companies that are defined as an electronic service provider to report a parent-child pornography to NCMEC. Right. And when they become aware of it on their platform, there are over 1,400 companies registered with NCMEC from Microsoft to Facebook to Google to Dropbox to Snapchat to Twitter. All of these companies are registered with NCMEC. And MindGeek registered to report to NCMEC in March of 2020. Mm. But the reporting statute only applies to U.S. companies. So international companies have no obligation to register with NCMEC. Right. Or to report sexual ab child abuse. Yeah, they have their own Canuck version. Yeah, material to our cyber tip line or to have any involvement with us whatsoever. Well, Danny says what Pornhub would do when NCMEC would request a takedown is, in any other circumstances, if child pornography was on a website and the website was alerted and they took it down and you tried to go to that link to that exact web address, it either just wouldn't be there or it would say page doesn't exist. Right. Error. Probably getting the old 404B. That's right. I don't know what it is. 404. For Pornhub, you would see the entire page. The video would just be disabled. Okay? Oh. And it would have a message that says, video is removed at the request of Nick Mick. Hmm. but all the metadata would be there. Hmm. So you'd see this title, mm -hmm. 
And then Which, you could take the title and just search in exactly. Google and just find... You also could still read <sighs> the history of the comments over the years. Ew. And you'd see how many views it had. And you'd see related videos. Yeah. So you're searching for this young abused teen video. Well, unfortunately, that was removed by Nick Mac. But don't worry. You have all these similar videos. Yeah. And so not only would they keep people on their site, but they would still be generating data and hits on all those terms and keywords. So they lost nothing in terms of SEO by removing that. All right. So they're actually still profiting from this known child pornography, even when they disable the video. And all the while, it's being distributed to the masses, never to be removed again, because that's the truth. Once this is on the internet, it's almost impossible to remove. Right. These, website faces, face, these websites face no accountability, no requirements. Right. They are not motivated to remove content. So even if you get some websites to remove, others are going to distribute. Now, I just want to ask you an aside. Is it possible that this is an oversight? Or is it because... No. Let's, I, I you don't think so? Believe, I believe. I 100% believe what these people are saying. Every single person I've talked to that's ever talked about things like moderating and stuff like that, it's god-awful. Really? It's got off. I mean, I moder I this is on a much, much smaller level. Yeah. And I moderate a subreddit. Yeah. And it even that will get some bullshit on it every once in a while. And that's a subreddit for Gil Tony. Right. So imagine a porn subreddit. I mean, imagine a porn site. And on top of that, like, you know, I've I know like um this guy Ian Crossland always talks about how he was a co founder of Minds. And he was a moderator for Minds at one point. He's like, Yeah, I mean it's like Every thirty seconds, you're getting a cock. You got to take out or like some like something. Sounds bad. like my Thursdays. Yeah, some something bad usually, something yeah. stupid. So a lot of sometimes CP, sometimes other nonsense. What's so, CP? Child porn. Oh, that's what they. That's actually the abbreviation yeah, that people CP. use to it. They use it so that your shit doesn't get demonetized. Okay. By like writing it or something. Here's the thing: I could see a company being so big that to cut corners. They're going to have low moderation. Um, maybe they grew too fast. This is a management issue. And um, things slipped through the cracks. But this idea that um, they're, they're intentionally profiting because they removed the video, yeah. which they're instructed to do. Right. But then they didn't take the next step. Yeah, it's a little... I'm saying it could slip through the cracks. It's possible. No, yeah. I mean, it could definitely slip through the cracks. Right. Um, but I don't is really it intentional? Know. But it, that does seem intentional because it does okay. seem like it's just as easy, if not easier, to remove the whole thing. Right. My they point made is, a conscious effort to leave all that stuff up. Right. But maybe they consciously left it up because they don't have enough resources or it's um, in the manual That's to do that. That could be also what it is like it's the first steps until they get into like like if like and and like maybe they even gave like a login or a special account to end whatever they call it and sack or and sam whatever sam i am they um maybe the nick mick, <clears throat> nick mick. Uh, maybe what they have is like they're allowed to go in and flag something and it'll be flagged like that how she was saying yeah until a moderator can come look at it and that could be months, maybe, yeah. because they just have millions of videos that are flagged. Yeah. Or hundreds of thousands at the very least. Um, why don't we continue this conversation uh, next week? Uh, we will wrap up uh, Money Shot, the Pornhub uh, story. 
Uh, before we leave, we want to go ahead and thank our listeners. Give me a little unidentified male voice. Uh, if you want to leave us a review, it would be much appreciated. Yes. Um, you can find us at Down on the Docks Pod on Instagram and Down on the Docks on Twitter. And if you want to send us an email, it's downthedocks at gmail.com, baby. What if they want to go the extra mile, Dave? Where do they go to leave us a review? Leave us a five-star review on either Podcast Apple or Spotify. And the best thing to do, leave a five-star review. Tell us you hate us, how much you love this voice, or how gay you think it is. <laughs> but it is difficult to listen to yourself with this voice and not do the voice even more. Uh, Dave. Yes. <laughs> do you remind <laughs> Do you remind uh, uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm 12. Do you mind telling our listeners who this week's episode was sponsored by? <laughs> This week's episode is sponsored by Broccoli Farms. Dave, um, Broccoli Farms 6, hold on, Broccoli Farms 619 on Instagram. Go follow them. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Guys, thanks for letting us have yeah. a lot of fun with you. Um, we will finish uh, episode um, 43, which yeah. will be 44 next, next week. week. And as always, come join us in the Discord. Yes. Um, thank Congratulations, you. Delirious Biscuit. The Delirious Biscuit, we appreciate your help. DB. And uh, Retard Sexual Blowtorch 68, we are grateful. We are on our knees, Wayne's World style, saying we are not worthy yep. of your amazing work and uh, artwork that helps support the show tremendously. That's it. That's a wrap. And we will see you back next week with episode 44. 44.